What's up? Are you going stir crazy or is it just me? I mean, yeah, I am going stir crazy. We're getting a Peloton today. Not an ad, but it's oh, happening. Oh, brother. Getting on the Peloton. I'm, dude, I, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to get shredded, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna get, For what? I don't know. I just don't know anymore. Me either. But it's like something to look least, forward to. You look forward to the Peloton or the bod? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Very the, interesting. I went to the grocery store yesterday and I'm I'm going like all I'm not a vegetarian, I'm not a vegan, but I'm going I'm gonna do like I'm gonna try to do like an entire week of just no meat week. Okay. I know we have to start the show, but this is a perfect segue into a show I watched this week mm -hmm. that talks about diet and there's like these blue zones of people who live like to like hundred and five and they eat low protein diets. I know, but do you really want to live that long? <laughs> I don't, but it's just, it was explaining how like, yeah. you know, Americans are so like protein, uh, protein muscle, like, you know, no carbs, like whatever. But like the people that actually live the longest do the complete opposite. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, before we show the show, like anything else going on? You feeling good? So you're going stir crazy. You're losing I'm it. going freaking stir crazy. And I just, I miss Rai Rai and I'm bored as hell. It's hot as hell. It's about a hundred degrees outside. And it's finally gotten to the point of summer where it's just miserable to step outside. So now I'm stuck inside just to be in the AC and I'm losing it. Well, at least you got horses to ride and shit. It's too hot. It's too hot. Is there like a threshold where you're like too hot for the horses? I mean, for sure. But it's also just way too hot for me. Like my window is before 8 a.m. or after 6 p.m. <laughs> Who's in the background? <laughs> my friend Matt just brought me a coffee. Oh. I'm, I'm instantly in a better mood. Why don't you pack up a camping set and like go off into the wilderness? Cause it's too hot and like live off the land, bro. I think I gotta go to Alaska for that. I would do that. You know, one of my dreams is I want to shoot a 30 30 gun off the back of a horse, like in the Wild West. That's your dream. I know. I imagine the horse would be like, damn, dude, that's loud. Yeah, but you'd have to get a real good horse that's like used to guns because yeah. otherwise it would take off and you we would never see you again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, when the world ends, you've got it made in the shade, kid, because you can just jump on a horse. Get a good saddle pack that able to fit a tent and a sleeping pad and some food. And then you just go off into the wilderness. We'll never see Brandy again, but she'll be thriving into the blue zone at 105. It's true. But only, I think, I think I could only survive if I had Rai Rai. Yeah, for sure. I, just, I don't think I could do it on my own, you know? If it gets like that and Rye gets over here, I want to be a part of how many horses you got? You got one for me? Yeah, we've got um, I've got one you could ride. We've got like three standard size horses. So that one for you. And then you got like a pony sized one for Sarah. I do have a pony sized one for Sarah. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Sorry, Miley. You don't get your horse. <laughs> Giving her to well. Miley's living on an <laughs> island off the coast of Bermuda or something. Yeah. Okay. Well, you want to start? Yeah, we should start the show. Is it you? Is it me? I don't even it's know. It's you. Bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. You scared me. That was scary. Good. Good. <laughs> I have a lot of stuff. Do you? I do. Wow. Okay. So, much, so much stuff that I wonder if I should wait till next week. Maybe. Um, Okay, so you were talking about a documentary that makes people never die. So I want to hear about well, it. <laughs> that's not exactly the documentary, yeah. but you're going to laugh. But it's really good. Okay. There's a new Netflix series called Down to Earth, and it's hosted by Zac Efron. Have you seen this? 
we watched the trailer yesterday and I was like, okay. his beard is a little too aggressive. I'm not sure if I'm ready for this. I was thinking he looked really good, but I like the scruff. He, I think he's looking good. Yeah. But anyway, so he has this new series. And first of all, I'm jealous as hell. This is like my dream is to have a little travel show. I know. this is It's, Anth- it's Anthony Bourdain, but with like a... Uh, um, an environmental twist. Yes. I feel like really the premise of his this series is talking about environmental stuff and also like sustainability, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Some of it's you have to be so intelligent to understand what the heck he's talking about that I feel like... <laughs> Your your Anthony Bourdain viewers would probably it would be, get a little bored watching it. I don't know, but it's it's very informational and very. I'm I love it. I think this is great. I don't know how he made this happen, but this is my dream show. So Zach, if you need a co-host for season two, holla at your girl because I would totally be down. Um, I watched. Uh, I so I skipped around. I watched Iceland because duh, love Iceland, and I've been there. So that episode was super cool. But the one I was talking about where they talk about like longevity of life is the episode about Sardinia because apparently Sardinia is like a they have these blue zones all over the world where like it's like a fluke where people just happen to live way longer than the average person on earth. You know about these? No, but do they not eat sardines in Sardinia? I don't think so. I think wow. it sounds like they eat a lot of carbs. Really? What? Yeah, a lot of bread, a lot of carbs. Sounds like shame. And so they were saying they went to these people's homes, like this precious woman who was like in her hundreds and they, and they had her take this like cognitive test, like test, like how there she was. And she, she was there, man. Like she had to put numbers around a clock. And I was like, I don't even know if I could put numbers on a blank clock in the right place. Like (laughs) sounds hard. And they were asking, they were talking a lot about diet and, and, and Zach was like, you know, every diet I've ever been on at home in America is like high protein, zero carbs, um, lots of meat, like very big red meat heavy. And these people do the complete opposite. They eat pasta and bread, very low protein. Like I think they were saying, um, like 15, 14 or 15 grams of protein, like in an, in an entire day is like what you, like the max you should eat. And like most people eat that in a meal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Over here, like in the States. So I don't know. It was just fascinating. And Zach was like, dang, like I'm just going to start eating carbs. He was like – and I was like, I didn't eat one carb the whole time I was filming Baywatch. You know, just because that's like – that's what we're told over here. So it was just fascinating. I don't know. It's just interesting to see like what other people are doing right. And then the Iceland episode was really fascinating just to see – granted, I get Iceland's a smaller country and they have different resources as us. But it was cool to see a country that's literally so sustainable with their energy usage that – like they don't waste anything. They use absolutely everything and they're to- they're becoming completely sustainable on their own. And I just feel like when the world ends, I'm trying to go to Iceland. Really? Not Sardinia? <laughs> I don't think so because I think Iceland is set up to like run itself off of their own resources. Welcome to Sardinia. My name is Samantha <laughs> and I'm 7,000 years old and I can't die. Someone please kill me. <laughs> they were freaking cooking eggs in the hot springs over there in Iceland. I know. They have so many like natural power plants with all the hot springs and stuff. But you know what? So do we in Yellowstone. Let's leave Yellowstone alone. Let's I'm not. just saying if if the world starts coming to an end and we start using up all of the freaking like fossil, our fossil fuels and whatnot, we're going to Yellowstone. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, fascinating. I'm obsessed with it. Love it, Zach. All right. I just, I've always liked Zach. I really have. He's such a nice guy. And I now have a newfound appreciation for Zach Efron. I was reading about 
this is so nerdy, but plasma engines for space travel and how they're trying to figure out how to use nuclear power to provide thrust in the vacuum of space to uh, get us to other planetary systems. And I thought that was really cool. So I don't really wow. know more than that other than dope. You are such a nerd. <laughs> You really have reached the end of Netflix if that's the stuff you're watching. Did you watch the Fantastic Fungi? No, I haven't watched it yet. I got hooked on Down to Earth with Zac Efron. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm binging it. Fair enough, fair enough. This is a hot take for all of you out there, but there's a little musical called Hamilton, which is phenomenal. <laughs> I know not a lot of people have heard about it, but Hamilton, check it out. <laughs> yeah, wow we're like how many years behind on this i know well i never got to see it on broadway which bumps me out but they did such a good job disney plus did such a good job of filming it and making you feel like you're there it's so good our engagement anniversary was a couple days back right mm -hmm. we can't go anywhere so what did we do we were like let's go to the theater so we got dressed up i put on a suit sarah put on a gown I made salmon with broccolini and wilted spinach. We shared a couple of bottles of wine. And then we went to the theater, which was us going to watch Hamilton on the couch. <laughs> and it's so freaking good. Obviously, Lin-Manuel is great. All the raps are phenomenal. But Aaron Burr's character is so good. So freaking good. Like, I know that this is going to come across. Sarah's making fun of me for this. She was like... She was like, who was your favorite? And I was like, the king of England is my favorite character. And she was like, you chose the one white dude in the entire oh, show. No. <laughs> and I was like, what? He was funny. The king of England is so funny in Hamilton. I'm sorry. I love the whole thing. Lafayette is so good. Aaron Burr is so good. His wife has got an amazing voice. But I'm sorry. The king of England Every time he came on stage, I couldn't stop laughing. So, <laughs> Hamilton is great. <laughs> I've actually never seen it either. Do I need to get Disney Plus? Yeah. What else is on Disney Plus that it's worth getting Disney Plus for? Disney Plus is phenomenal. Like, tell me, like, give me a few things. Okay, every Marvel movie ever. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Every Star Wars thing ever. Okay. Every Pixar thing ever. So nothing new, really. The new thing was The Mandalorian, which was that Star Wars thing, which was great, by the way. Baby Yoda. We started doing, like, let's just rip through all of Marvel. Mm -hmm. It was great. But Hamilton is, it's so good. Your sister was on a Disney show for quite a while. You should have some sort of in with a Disney Plus account. That's what I was going to say is like, shouldn't the Cyrus family get a lifetime hookup for anything Disney? Well, that's what we said. You know, ABC is Modern Family and Bachelor in Paradise and mm -hmm. Disney owns ABC. What's going on, guys? Hook us up. I know. So, yeah, Hamilton is really, really good. Have you seen Palm Springs? No. What is that? Oh, my God. Okay. So it's Andy Samberg's. Newest project. <gasps> Love Andy Samberg. It's on Hulu and it is so good. Do you remember the movie Groundhog Day? Yes. Bill Murray. So it's it's similar to that. Here's the tag. When carefree Niles and reluctant maid of honor Sarah have a chance encounter at a Palm Springs wedding, things get complicated 
as they are unable to escape the venue themselves or each other. Palm Springs. So it's a lot like Groundhog Day where they get caught in a loop. They keep repeating the same day over mm. and over and over again. It is so funny because Andy Samberg is so great. The girl in it, Kristen Militoni, anyways, she, it's funny. She was on Mythic Quest, which I was obsessed with. Mm -hmm. J.K. Simmons is in it. Peter Gallagher is in it. Camila Mendez from Riverdale is in it. It's so freaking funny. And this is what I want to ask you because you haven't watched it yet. But when you do watch it, I want you to tell me what, and also for all the YFTers out there, I want you to tell me what you think it is. Because right now it's under a rom-com. Okay. Which it is. But it also has to do with being stuck in a time loop and it's a lot of science fiction. So what mm -hmm. is it? Is it a comedy? Is it a romance? Or is it a science fiction film? I want you to watch it and then come back to me because my, because Sarah and I got into an argument, not really, but kind of, we got into an argument <laughs> about what it is and she thinks it's a rom-com sci and I mm -hmm. think it is a com sci rom. Oh, brother. Or a sci com rom. Huh. It is so good and so funny, and it's on Hulu. It's a series no, or a it's movie? No, it's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. Okay. It's fantastic. Cool. Highly I'll recommend. Watch that. Well, I have something that I just couldn't get into and really wanted to. Okay. I'm curious if you've seen it. Have you watched any of Perry Mason on HBO? No, but it's in the queue, so no good, huh? Maybe, I don't know. Sometimes I am so tired that I just can't pay attention no matter what it is, but I just really couldn't pay attention to this. And I'm bummed because it, it sounded great. And it's HBO. What's it about? I'll read the little synopsis. It says, The world's most renowned fictional lawyer is back on the case in this exciting HBO series that tells the origin story of master criminal defense attorney Perry Mason. Set in 1932 Los Angeles, this edgy noirish? What's that mean? Oh, noir. Noirish. Noirish. What's that mean? Dark? Noir is like, uh, a film noir is like, a lot of those detective movies. Sin City was was a good version of a film noir. Okay, I'm going to Google it and when I'm done reading. It's like black and oh. white and there's always a detective who's like, she came into my office late in the evening smoking a cigarette. Noirish. Update puts a new spin on the iconic character with Mason as a low-rent private investigator who digs into a controversial and politically loaded case. So it sounds great. Well, oh, Perry shit. Mason was a real person. Yeah. It's semi-autobiographical, I assume. I don't know. So how many episodes did you watch? Because you have this problem where you just watch- Just one. The yeah, see, that's the thing. You always watch just but one I, episode. But I couldn't even pay attention to episode one. Well, I don't really tell you. Okay, so uh, noirish, characteristic of or relating to a genre of crime literature in which the characters are tough or cynical and the settings are bleak and sleazy. Very yeah. interesting. I feel like I described that perfectly. You did, actually. I'm impressed. Keep going with it because I feel Ugh, like... I think I got to rewatch episode one. Well, then do what you got to do, kid. We watched another, like, end of the world film because... Well, I love an end of the world film. Well, I got one for you. It's called Only. Mm. So remember earlier when I was talking about Hamilton? <laughs> yep, can't forget. And then I was like, my favorite character was, well, Aaron Burr and the King. Aaron Burr is played by a guy named Leslie Odom Jr., who is a phenomenal actor and an amazing mm. singer and just the best. Mm. He stars in this film only alongside Frida Pinto, who's that really pretty Indian girl. You remember her from Slumdog Millionaire? 
Yep. So it's them two basically living in a crazy pandemic. After a comet releases a mysterious virus that begins to kill all the women in the world, a young couple hides out in their over-sterilized apartment trying to fight for their lives. So it's basically what we're living through. Yes. It's categories drama, Ooh. romance, oh, category. sci-fi. So it's a it's a draw rosai. Hmm. Draw Love those. Draw rosai. It's really good. It's sad. It's tough. And oh, you know who else is also in it? Chandler Riggs. You know who that is? No. Carl. You know what I'm talking about? Your dog? No. <laughs> no, I don't know. Little show called Walking Dead. Oh, you know what? I never watched that show. Really? Yeah. Do I need to start it? No. For the sake of the show, no. But uh, <laughs> I did like I did like four or five seasons and I was like, okay, that's enough. It doesn't seem hmm. like it's getting better. But you know who like loves Walking Dead? Hmm. Sarah. She does. Yeah. You're like, please don't start another old show. Please don't do that. You got anything else? Um, I have another one that I didn't love. Okay. So this is least favorite things with Brandy... <laughs> And like part of me is like, am I just that cynical right now about I, life yeah. in general that I can't like anything? Yeah, I think you're just angry. Do you think that's what's going on here? I do. I kind of do. Because if Rye was watching these with you, I think you'd like them. You do? Yeah. Why don't you guys like set up a thing where you watch shit together? Oh, because his internet situation is so bad. He can't really watch anything that's streaming. But speaking of Rye, I think we're going to have a little problem when he gets here on agreeing what to watch because I don't think we like the same things. Mm. Well, that's not good. Start a relationship out. He's going to have to go watch television in the rec room while I watch television in our bedroom because I don't really like TV shows he likes. Did you get him on alone yet? No, he says he can't watch it because he can't stream it. He's, he loves like fantasy stuff, Same. which I'm not really a huge fan of. Yeah. What's the show that was trying to be Game of Thrones that wasn't on Netflix? Do you know what I'm talking about? With the guy in it with talked like this. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, that was trying to be Game of Thrones. The Witcher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you like that show? No, we, I watched a couple episodes, didn't hate it. I couldn't get into it. Reinhardt loves it. All right. Well, you know like, what? Loves it. Give him a ding for it. And he watches like like anime, like actual anime. Oh, so you're going to marry a nerd. Yeah. So got he's got to watch television in the other room. Yeah, he is. I can't picture him wanting to watch Grey's Anatomy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. By the way, we started watching I'll Be Gone in the Dark and, oh, God, it's so good. It is good, but it, I started it too, but it's just like a little scary. Oh, I know. It's also, what I like about it, it's also like a little bit of a love letter to Patton Oswald's now deceased wife. I really like that. Like, it's sweet, but then also fucked mm. up. I got a book for you. Yeah, you've been you've been listening to the book? Yeah, I'm actually, I've got, I've got another one for you next week, but I finished one. Dang. It's called The Whisper Man. Have you heard about it? It's a total brandy would like it. Really? Yeah, it's oh, I'm gonna order it right now. Murder mystery, pretty fucked up. <laughs> what does this say about me as a person? I mean, well, I mean, you know what? People love it. I know. In this dark, suspenseful thriller, Alex North weaves a multi generational tale of a father and a son caught in the crosshairs of an investigation to catch a serial killer preying on a small town. After the sudden death of his wife, Tom Kennedy believes a fresh start 
will help him and his young son Jake heal a new beginning, a new house, a new town, Featherbank. But the town has a dark past. Twenty years ago, a serial killer abducted and murdered five residents until Frank Carter was finally caught. He was nicknamed the Whisper Man, for he would lure his victims out by whispering at their windows at night. Just as Tom and Jake settle into their new home, a young boy vanishes. His disappearance bears unnerving resemblance to Frank Carter's crimes, reigniting old rumors that he preyed with an accomplice. Now detectives Amanda Beck and Pete Willis must find the boy before it's too late, even if that means Pete has to revisit his greatest foe in prison, the Whisper Man. The tagline, mm -hmm. not tagline, the whatever, this thing listed on Amazon, there's a quote by somebody that says, the most unsettling thriller I have read since Joe Nesbo's The Snowman, which mm. was one of my favorite books of all time. Ooh, and I read that one. The Snowman? Yeah. So good. Ooh, I gotta write that down. So, so good. Joe Nesbo, he's like one of the top crime thriller writers. He's from like Norway, I want to say. So like all his books are set up, up in the, what do you call it? Scandinavian area or mm -hmm. something like that. Um, and the snowman, I think, is probably his most popular book, but it's about a detective named Harry Hole, and he has like his name's 30, Harry Hole. Yeah, Harry Hole. You love it, yeah. And he has like thirty books <laughs> about that detective, but this is, I think, this is like the best one or the only like great one in my opinion. I love a Harry. Um, Hole. and they made it a movie, but I never watched it because it looked stupid. Yeah. Well, anyway, so Whisper so if you've Man. Seen the movie and you hated it, I would still give the book a shot. Got it. The reason why I, I picked it up was because Strahan, Sarah, and Kiki, SSK on Good Morning America, I became friends with, with all of them. But I saw that Sarah was promoting this new book called The Shadows. And I was like, ooh, that looks good. But they wasn't ready for audiobooks. So then I was like, well, what's the last one that Alex North did? And so I'm waiting now for The Shadows to come out on audiobook, The Whisper Man. Very good. Okay. I love the cover of the book. I know. It's very cool. And also, very now good. look the Shadows cover. That looks good, too. Oh, yeah, that cover's sick, too. If you liked The Whisper Man, you'll love this. Brandi, we got to talk about my fave toothbrush. Quippage? Quip. <laughs> Edge. It's time to clean those pearly whites. I do love my Quip toothbrush, man. Let's talk about brushing some teeth. 75% of us use old, worn-out bristles that are ineffective and even... More people forget to floss daily. Basically, we're all disgusting monsters. It's true. But I will say, now that we're quarantined, can't leave the house and have all this free time, I have upped my oral care game. My teeth are looking great. And yeah. honestly, a lot of it's thanks to my Quip toothbrush. I love Quip because I love the design of it. I love the fact that it sticks on my mirror. I love that they deliver me new bristles when I need them. You know, I think one of the biggest things about brushing your teeth is people forget you're supposed to brush for a full two minutes. What's great is the Quip toothbrush has a built-in timer with 30-second pulses. So it literally tells you when to move from one side of your mouth to the other and mm. make sure you get that full two minutes in. Also, you know, no one wants to go to the store right now. So not only do they automatically deliver the Quip brush heads to your door, they also have toothpaste and floss refills that can come automatically on your schedule. The recommended schedule is every three months, and it's just $5 each, and shipping is free. Yeah, join over 3 million happy customers and practice good oral care easily and affordably with Quip starting at just 25 bucks. So here's what you got to do. If you go to getquip.com slash YFT right now, you'll get your first refill for 
free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash YFT. That's spelled get Q-U-I-P dot com slash Y-F-T. Quip, the good habits company. Clean your mouth. All right, Brandi, as uh, everyone tries to adapt to this crazy changing world, we're all going to be buying more stuff online than ever before. And if you're an e-commerce seller, are you ready to meet the demands of our new delivery culture? So you got to be ready with our buddies over at ShipStation. When you're selling stuff online, getting the orders out and getting them out fast can actually be really hard. I have been selling a lot of stuff online because I've gone through all my closets, all my stuff that's sitting around, and I've actually been making some extra cash by selling some of my stuff. Um, and it's so overwhelming. You have like, you're like, oh, am I sending this package to the right person with the right address? But ShipStation makes it so easy. It automatically connects to my PayPal account. So when someone pays me for something on PayPal, their shipping address, their email address for tracking, everything just goes automatically in the ShipStation. And it just takes one click for me to print the shipping label. All the information's there. And I just have to drop it off at the post office. I don't have to talk to anyone. I don't have to see anyone. It's fabulous. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage your shipping orders. Just a few clicks and you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, and getting your product to happy customers. ShipStation makes it super easy, guys. They even offer huge discounts on shipping costs, which we all love to save some money anywhere we can. And they use all the same carriers you're used to, USPS, FedEx, UPS, and even Amazon Fulfillment. And right now, YFTers can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use our offer code YFT. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of delivery culture. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in YFT. That's ShipStation com. then enter code YFT. ShipStation.com, make ship happen. Uh, I got a game I want to play with you. A game? A game. Okay. A YF tweeter sent mm-hmm. me this link, so shout out to Clav81, you rock. This is the top TV theme songs of all time, the 90s edition. And I want to see how many of these Brandi can get. Haven't we already talked about this? Of course. That's why someone's tweeted to me. They're like, Wells would love this. Oh. But I want to see if you can get these. All right? Okay. And then everyone else out there playing at home, let's see if you are Mm. cooler than Brandy. Probably, because I suck at stuff like this. I know. That's why I want to do it, because everyone's going to be like, (laughs) Jesus Christ, she's bad at this. You know what? I spent my time outside as a child playing in the creek and riding horses, not in front of the television. All right. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Blood. Here we go. Starting it off. Greatest theme songs of all time. 90s edition. How much of an outdoors dork is Brandy? Here we go. I mean, do you need more? You do. Sounds like the 80s. I don't know. It sounds like the 80s, though, to me. I wanted to start with an easy one, and I'm shocked right now. (laughs) When you say it, I'm probably going to be like, oh, yeah. A little show called Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, I never watched that. Apparently not. I'm too young. All right. Let's see if you can get this one. Okay. Tell me why I love you like I do. 
Tell me who can stop my heart as much as you. Tell me all your secrets and I'll tell you every line. They say nobody's perfect, but that's really true this time. I don't have the answers. Mad about you, baby. I don't know it. Mad about you. Paul Reiser, Helen Hunt. Okay. I really feel like I'm too young for this game. I think so. What about like Step by Step or Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or okay. The Wonder Years? Okay, but the, uh, they're on this list. But Step by Step, the lyrics are Step by Step. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, how about, the, how about this one? I, th- I think you're going to get this one. I think you're going to get this one. When the spawn meets Okay, you got that one. Uh, how about this one? Ah! After 10,000 years, I'm free! It's time to conquer Earth! Alpha, Rita's escape. Recruiter team of teenagers with attitudes. You're gonna get it here in a second. Go, go, Power Rangers! Also, can we talk about how racist Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was? What year did that come out? 1996. Do we know? 96, yeah. Uh, let's just talk about the racism that is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. All right. First of all, the black guy is the Black Ranger. The mm-hmm. Asian Power Ranger is the Yellow Ranger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And then sexist, the mm-hmm. hot girl is the pink Power Ranger. You're right. Okay. Here's one that I know. If we got Sarah up here right now, she would sing this one. Okay? Oh. Let's see if you get this one. She was working in a bottle shop in Flushing, Queens till her boyfriend kicked Can you not sing? Sorry. No. The nanny. Yeah. Grand Dresser. Uh, I think my dad was on that show once. I believe that. Okay. 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 Let's just see if you get this one. This one. This is gonna hurt my soul if you do not get this one. <laughs> No, nothing. What is it like? Unsolved mysteries. The X Files. The X Files. I never saw that. Okay, 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 okay. I think I think he, I think you might get this one. Right, you I, think? I think you might get this. Fresh out the box. Stop. Look and watch. Ready yet? Get, get set. set. It's all that. Just don't care. Okay, so I imagine you know that one. Loved all that. Okay, this one I do think you watched because your family is like religious and shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
love this show. I knew it. Man, Jessica Peel, classic, classic, so good. Yeah, Jessica Peel's hard. Okay, how about this one? I feel like she you was watched, everything in that show. I feel like you watched this one. All right, let's see if you get this one because I feel like this is a show that Brandi definitely watched. I don't I know the song, but what show is it from? I know, I know you watch this show. For By the sure, way, the cast of this show is so good. What show? Dawson's Creek. Oh, duh. Yeah, but that Wait, cast was, was so good. I know. Let's see if you get this one. Okay, how about this one? Jeez, how many are there? Right and wrong. Really? You don't know this one? No. Dude. It's arguably one of the biggest shows that's been ever created. A show called oh, really? The Sopranos. <laughs> Never saw it. Oh my god. All right, so I think, Oh my god. So I think you got two. <laughs> Here, okay, I'll, I'll no, give you No, I got more than two. I'll give you an easy I'll give you an easy one, okay? Down the street. The same old thing. You did last week. Not a thing to do. But down to you. Please tell me you know what that one was. No. Holy fucking balls. What is it? <laughs> that 70s show. Oh, duh. Wow. Brandy. To be honest, I was half listening. This game has gone on way too long. Right. Well, Brandy, we have to make this show at least 45 <laughs> minutes. I'm trying my best here, sister. <laughs> oh. All right. So what did we learn today? We, I guarantee you, well, we have a lot of younger listeners out there that probably don't know a lot of those, but I think we have a lot of 30-somethings out there yeah. that are like, Brandy was just neglected as a child and was never on to watch TV. Would you call it neglected? I, I don't know what I would call it. I got to play outside. like. So did I. Mm. <laughs> I did. All right, Brandi, I got to talk to you about Mint Mobile and their new approach to wireless, which is... Uh, the way of the future. I absolutely Seriously. love Mint Mobile. The activation process, the network coverage, the cost saving, everything is top notch. Seriously, guys, I just paid so much money in taxes and I'm trying to cut costs anywhere I can. And my phone bill was one of those that was just unnecessarily so expensive. Mint Mobile is so great because it cuts the cost of your cell phone plan down to 15 bucks a month. 
You guys, I was paying more than 80 before. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text, which is what I had before. And with Mint Mobile, you stop paying for unlimited data that you don't ever use. I mean, we're all sitting at home with Wi-Fi. We don't need all that data. So you just choose plans between 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes, and it's all that 4G LTE data that you're used to. Yeah, if you're still using one of the big wireless providers this year, have you asked yourself, what the hell am I paying for? Between expensive retail rates, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead and passes those savings directly on to you. So we got a deal for you. Brandy, tell them about it. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, guys, this is a great deal. Mm -hmm. Go to mintmobile.com slash YFT. That's mintmobile.com slash YFT. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash YFT. Save some money, yo. Seriously, I'm trying. Okay, well, not to take a turn onto the dark side here, but mm-hmm. let's talk about uh, what we've learned this week. Have you heard about the Wayfair scandal? Like Wayfair? That's like the shopping? Yes. Okay, what? Really? Did you not watch my stories yesterday? No, I didn't. I was, well, out, I was outside playing. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah. hold on. First, I got to send you something so you have a visual. Okay, I just sent you this Instagram profile. I don't really have to click there right now, but she has a um, a story highlight that's literally called Wayfair that you can click through and kind of see what I'm talking about. Basically, if you don't know, and listen, before everybody starts jumping down my throat, I'm not saying that this is 100% true because I don't know. All I'm saying is that this is very suspicious, and if they're innocent, then what's the harm in an investigation? That's all I'm saying. Can you so tell what you me what I- the hell you're talking about? Yeah, I just had to preface before everyone starts freaking out on me. I'm just saying, look into it and make your own decision. So Wayfair is being accused of basically um, like sex trafficking. So they are selling these cabinets. Actually, they took them down once people started noticing it and talking about it on Reddit. But they were selling these cabinets that were like these plain gray, basic looking cabinet um, that's like garage storage. They were selling them for like $15,000. And each of them, they all the cabinets looked exactly the same, but they each had the name of a like a girl, like a kid, like someone's name. And a lot of the, most of the names correlated with a missing person, like a missing child. So people were like, oh my God, they're trafficking kids in these cabinets. Like, because if you search for the cabinet on like Google and you find it somewhere else, it's like a $2,000 cabinet and they're over here selling them for like 15,000. They're also doing similar things with pillows and shower curtains, supposedly, where it's like this basic as hell pillow that they're selling for like $12,000 and it has a weird girl's name. So people on Reddit like like figured this out and I started talking about it. Wayfair rips down all the products and says, um, these are like garage, like industrial grade cabinets and they are that price. But because the descriptions and photos don't really like show you that we've taken everything down and we're going to rename them and put the, de- change the description. Yeah, freaking right. You're, you were trafficking kids and now you're caught and you're taking them down. And it's just crazy. Like you really have to click through what I just sent you Wells and see it because it's, Like, I just don't know how you look at that and you think that, oh, yeah, there's an explanation for that. Like, it's absolutely insane. And then there's, like, if you dive deep enough, there's things, too, where, like, if you search the SKU number of the product and then with this, like, code, um, like, USASRC or something, on Google, it comes up with, like, kids in swimsuits and underwear and stuff. Like, it's freaking crazy. And, of course, Wayfair's denying. But all I'm saying is... 
why not welcome an investigation with open arms if you're innocent? That's all I'm saying. Creepy. You got to watch it. Did, or go research it. Did Epstein have like a investment in Wayfair? I just saw the other day someone posted a picture of Ghislaine Maxwell with the president of Wayfair. Oh. I don't know. I did see like, I, I, I saw Mindy Kaling tweeted out like, now I'm worried if there's a picture of me with Ghislaine. <laughs> Somewhere out there. You go to some freaking big Hollywood party, you know, you don't know who you're taking a picture with. Mm -hmm. Also, Wayfair was has already been under fire for providing furniture to ICE to centers where, the, you know, the, where they're separating families and stuff. Mm -hmm. So they're already under fire for things. But it's just crazy. Like, do, you know, look into it yourself. Make your own conclusion. But I just think there's no other explanation. I mean, it is insane. Like, there was a list of, like, 35 missing children's names that were named the, the same thing as these cabinets and all listed for like $15,000. Like, it's just nuts. Damn. All right. And so sad. Don't well, buy from Wayfair. Well, hold on. <laughs> Let's pump the brakes. Let's have an investigation. If they yeah. are innocent, then buy from them. If they are not, Fine. then... I want an investigation. All right. The FBI does... Are probably in on it like they were Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, you think so? I don't know. Because everyone's all like shrugging it off like it ain't no thing. Yeah. Dude, what just... It's depressing. You know who we need to get on the case? Who? You know? We need Mulder and we need Scully. No. We do. No. This is the time we need Mulder and Scully. We need Mulder and Scully on the freaking Epstein case. We need Mulder and Scully and the smoking man on the Wayfair case. Oh. Man. I want answers about Wayfair. All right, so ending well, that's the where, show. That's where I've dedicated my time this week. Is well, I've been down a deep, dark hole I've been, researching all this. I've been listening to theme songs from the 90s, and <laughs> Brandy, Brandy's going down a deep, dark hole, a hairy hole. you got to read that book. It's so good. All right, I will. You got any Muzaks? Oh, I think I do, actually. Oh, my mom, you know how we rip off YFT on Sorry We're Stoned. She was playing a, a Paul McDonald song the other day. Oh, really? I saw that like Paul McDonald and like the Wild Feathers are all doing like these uh, like barn tours where they're basically just like for, you know, however much money they'll just like drive to your house and play a show. That's cool. I know. So I was listening to my release radar this week mm -hmm. and I noticed quite a few artists that were really, really big a few years ago, but not music and hopefully making a comeback. Foster the People has a new song out. Really? Yeah. It's called The Things We Do. Also Neon Trees. Uh, and there was one more. I was like, oh, coming back. I love Foster the People. I know. They're just such a vibe. They are such a vibe. Also, I don't ever know if I'm pronouncing this band right. Aquilo? A-Q-U-I-L-O. Is that how you say their name? I think it's Aquilo. Aquilo. I love them. They have a new song called Moving On. It's a vibe also.
such a vibe. My girl Margot Price has a new record out. Oh. It's called That's How Rumors Get Started. And this is a song called Hey Child. Okay, so I have been a fan and a friend of Margot's for a very long time. And when I first met her, she was in a band called Buffalo Clover, which was phenomenal, by the way. And that's a cool name. Listening to this new record, and I was like, I've heard this song before. And that's because it's from the Buffalo Clover days. Check it out. Oh. I'm happy that she's she's doing so well and that Jack White like pulled her out and you know really kind of like just shot her out of a cannon into like everyone's home. But I remember being like, I love that Buffalo Clover project, so I'm really pumped that she put that in this new record, which is cool. That's awesome. Yeah. You got anything she's else? She's awesome. I like her. She's great. You know how like Facebook will be like, remember when or whatever, mm-hmm. and like showed up from like 2014, uh, like a young. Margot and a young fatter Wells outside my radio <laughs> studio and she gave me she gave me these underwear that say what yeah a thing like in radio is like you always like kind of like bring something to mm-hmm. your interview to like whatever separates you and she brought me these red underwear that said in country we trust oh my gosh <laughs> and I you need to got them? no I don't but I definitely wore them <laughs> I definitely wore them around Anyways, my mom and I were on Chicks in the Office this week, and they said they love you. Oh, yeah, I think they said you'd been on, and they really loved having you. Yeah, well, I am great, you know. Mm, mm-hmm. That's not where I was going, but what, where were you going with it? Um, just that I was on Chicks in the Office. Really, it was really a plug, the shameless self promotion. If you want to hear from me one more time this week, check out Chicks in the Office. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. I'm going to go look into the Wayfair situation. You have to. I'm going to. It's crazy. You know, I used to think that like that, like human trafficking thing was just like, no way. Like, no way. And like, you know, in 2015, is this really happening? And now it's like. This is the problem. I know. And now I'm like. Nobody wants to believe it's happening. I know. Because it sounds so crazy. Like, how could we do this in 2019, 2020? How could we do this in 2020? But it's like happening. It's fucked up. And the really fucked up part is it's happening like right in front of our faces. Like they hide it in plain sight is like the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. But like my mom's a perfect example. She, I was trying to tell her about it and she was like, no. And I was like, mom, you are the problem. You are the problem because you don't want to see what's right in front of you. I know. (laughs) I get really fired up. Apparently so. As you should. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to go do some research. I'm going to call my friends um, Mulder and Scully and we're going to get to the bottom. Great. Okay. Sounds great. All right, Brandi, I miss ya. Miss you. Love ya. Talk to you next week. All Love right. ya. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye bye.
you know what I really want to end the show with? What's that? <laughs> I'm scared. You say the price of my love's not a price that you're willing to pay. Oh my god. You cry in your tea, which you hurl in the sea when you see me go by. Why so sad? Remember we made an arrangement when you went away Now you're making me mad Remember despite our estrangement I'm your man You'll be back Soon you'll see You'll remember you belong to me You'll be back Time will tell You'll remember that I served you well Oceans rise, empires fall We have seen each other through it all And when push comes to shove I will send a fully armed battalion To remind you of my love Wow. Seriously, you got to watch Hamilton, though. It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.